Welcome to Rethink, the podcast that empowers you to challenge your existing beliefs and embrace new, more productive ways of thinking. Here at Rethink, we believe that the key to self-fulfillment lies in shattering old thought patterns and adopting new mindsets that support personal growth and empowerment. With expert guests and thought leaders from a wide range of fields, we explore strategies and insights that can help you achieve success and fulfillment in all areas of your life. From relationships to career, business ownership, and health, you are the source of your own success. We're just here to help you tap into your true potential and create a brighter future. So join us on the journey of personal growth and empowerment, and let's rethink what's possible for our lives. If you are an entrepreneur, one of the things that you've considered, ran across, approached, is the idea of generating new ideas. New ideas for entrepreneurs that can generate you know, additional business opportunities, revenues, etc. It's one of the things that you will contemplate as it relates to your uh, growth as an individual and your growth as an entrepreneur, as a business owner. What do and how do entrepreneurs who are successful generate new ideas? Well, there are four ways, at least four ways to generate new ideas if you're an entrepreneur that can help you to always have somewhat of a call sheet or an archive or a reservoir of potential opportunities that can benefit your business, local community, uh, and, you know, the other people that we share this earth with. Brainstorming. Brainstorming is a creative way of thinking. It's a thinking process that involves generating and recording as many ideas as quickly as possible uh, you know, you want to do this in a short amount of time. It's a particular approach to generating business ideas because it encourages free thinking and also idea sharing among members of your team of your of your business. When you use brainstorming to generate business ideas, it's essential to create a comfortable environment that's going to encourage folks on your team to participate and collaborate. You can start by setting an objective for example, for the brainstorming sessions, which could include coming up with a new product idea or marketing campaign. Then you want to encourage participants to share their ideas, no matter what they are, how wild they are, uh, just get the information down. The advantage of brainstorming, at least one of them, is that it allows entrepreneurs to explore various perspectives. This can lead to innovation, and unique business ideas. You never know. Additionally, it promotes a team-building environment. can help build stronger relationships among new team members as well. I am a big Disney geek. If you've been listening to the podcast for any time, you know that. One of the things that I love that Disney, I know they used to do it. I'm not sure if they still do it, but they had a concept called Blue Sky. And Blue Sky was their form of brainstorming and you could come into a blue sky meeting and you could just throw anything up on the wall. Um, any idea, any, what if any, you know, what if we could do this and what if we could do that? And sometimes many times things would end up on that wall that generated the innovation that you see in Walt Disney world today. 
obviously depends on the leadership and depends on the creative ability of the uh, particular leaders in different areas areas and, and in different uh, departments. But this meeting was uh, pretty well-renowned when Walt was there. Uh, and I've taken that concept to social organizations that I'm a part of, uh, also other organizations that I'm a part of, because it allows you to just see um, or think outside of the box. That's the best way for me to say it. Think outside of the box. And if you're an entrepreneur, you're looking for new ways to do things, you're looking for possibly new opportunities, new revenue streams, you want to think outside of the box. Second way entrepreneurs can generate new ideas is to consider new ways of doing old things. New ways of doing old things. You've heard that nothing, there's nothing new under the sun. Maybe so. But there are many different ways that you can do the same old things that could be more productive now than they were then. So this approach generates business ideas by simply finding more innovative ways, new ways of doing old things. This approach is useful when the market has already been existing, the products has already been existing, the services are already existing, and there's room for improvement or innovation. Could be what Steve Jobs did with the cell phone. You know, uh, cell phones were were being created. We had communication. We had house phones. Uh, also with Apple Watches and iPads. I, for one, could not understand what would be the significance of having an iPad. What could be the significance of wanting this thing? And then, of course, it came out and I have one. <laughs> so uh, new ways of doing those things. Generate business ideas using this approach. Why don't you consider this? Look for gaps in the marketplace. Identify areas where existing products or services are lacking and then simply meet the customer needs. You've got a distinct advantage these days, guys. We have Amazon and Amazon has brought this perspective of customer reviews to a level that you've not seen heretofore. See what people are saying, why they don't like a product, why they didn't travel to this hotel or this city. Figure out what people want. The solution is your new idea for business. Study your competitors. Analyze the products and services that are offered by your competitors and identify areas where you can improve upon them or even differentiate yourself from them. You also want to consider alternative uses. Think about alternative ways that existing products or services can be used to meet a need and then solve a different problem. Consider alternative uses. Consider hobbies. This is a different way of looking at uh, or generating ideas for entrepreneurs. Converting your hobbies into a business. Converting hobbies into a business. Now, you've got a number of platforms that can give you some view, some perspective into what people like to do in terms of hobby, particularly Pinterest, Facebook groups, uh, Instagram. You can convert a hobby into a business. This is an excellent approach for entrepreneurs who want to turn their passions into profitable revenue streams and profitable ventures. This approach involves identifying the hobby or the interest and a way, of course, to monetize it and develop a business around it. How do you take uh, people who like to spin yarn and develop a business around it and monetize it? How do you take uh, listen, I never would have thought in all my days that, you know, making and designing T-shirts and making and designing and selling candles 
uh, could be so profitable. But you don't have to look far to see that there are several uh, hundreds of companies now that are one person businesses that had a passion for designing T-shirts, had a passion for creative artistry, had a passion uh, for uh, the environment and candles. And they're doing very, very well by simply providing candles and T-shirts and these sorts of things to uh, a local um, customer base. So use that uh, hobbies into business. Now, to convert hobbies into a business, consider this. Identify your niche. It's number one. Identify the specific aspect of your hobby that can be monetized. For example, if you enjoy cooking, you can start off maybe with a food blog or a catering business or something like that, and then grow it into something a little bit more detailed. Secondly, you want to research the market, research to determine if there is a demand for the hobby or the interest. This is what I was telling you about with Pinterest or Facebook groups. Look at the number of people that are visiting Walt Disney World on a regular basis. There are groups everywhere talking about what time's the best to go, what attractions are the best to ride, what types of restaurants are, you know, are there, where's the best place to eat, how can I save money, is it possible to get discount tickets, how long does it take for me to get there from my desk, from my origin. There are a number of um, ways to ascertain this type of information online because social media is at its height. Also, you want to develop a business plan. This outlines the products or the services that you're going to offer, specifically your target market and your marketing and your sales strategies, because those are important. So the next thing that you can do to generate ideas as an entrepreneur is to improve on an existing product, to improve on an existing product. So improving on an existing product, this approach is popular. Uh, it does generate business ideas because it allows entrepreneurs to leverage an existing product. You don't have to start from scratch, product or service that is, and then just make it better. Many times, you know, we get so many iterations of cell phones, it's ridiculous. You see different iterations of tablets. You see different iterations of phone chargers, different iterations of cars. No one is starting from scratch, per se, but they take an existing product and they see how they can make it better. This approach involves identifying products or services that could be improved upon and developing a plan to make them better. So that would be your goal. So how would you do that? Number one, you identify areas for the improvement. What's wrong with this product? Uh, many times you will see, I can think of a number of things that I've owned. For example, uh, let's let's go to laptop. You know, and I started off with laptops. I initially had PC because all of the uh, usury platforms and softwares were PC based, you know, Microsoft Office and different things we needed to do our jobs. Well, I found over a period of time that PCs were very unreliable, in my opinion. I know we probably got some PC users listening to this podcast. And they were very susceptible to different viruses. The operating systems were erratic. There were a number of things that I thought, man, this would be great if these other things didn't happen. Uh, comes along iOS and Steve Jobs and MacBooks, and they improved upon an existing product and they made it much uh, easier, user friendly, much more intuitive. The reason why uh, Mac and Apple don't come with instruction man is because they're intuitive. They're, they're, they're easy to use and the software systems are stable and they're less susceptible to viruses and different things like that. 
So that is one example of taking an existing product, uh, something that was in the marketplace and just making it better. I can't tell you how many times I've heard people complain about the life cycle of their PC. They buy it, starts off great. It slows down, eventually dies. This is in the span of two to four years and they're buying another PC. Well, I've got at least two or three MacBooks that are a number of years old and they're still cranking along. And if I want to buy another one, it won't be because I need it. It'd be because I wanted it. So take this ideology into the space that you're currently operating and see if there's a product or something out there that um, can be approved upon, can be improved upon. You want to study customer feedback. We talked about this a little bit earlier. When you have access to customer reviews, all you have to do is go online and read what customers are saying. This can be about vacation rental processes and homes. This can be about any any product that's being purchased off of Amazon. Uh, you want to identify, for example, a trend in what customers are saying, why they don't like a product and simply add that to the product and put it back on the, on the marketplace. And you could have a, you know, a potential win. You could have a potential win. This would be you developing a plan, you know, to improve that existing product and a redesign, you know, based on the customer feedback, the customer experience is the most important. And then put it back on the marketplace. See what happens. So innovative solutions are not always found by reinventing the wheel. Sometimes improving existing products or services is all that is needed to create a profitable business idea. So. One way to approach is to identify common complaints or problems, like we said, and simply address those as an entrepreneur, create a new product, put it back on the marketplace and see what happens. So in conclusion, generating business ideas can be a daunting task if you're an entrepreneur. We want to give you food for thought today. Uh, use these techniques, brainstorming, exploring new ways of doing old things, converting hobbies into businesses and improving existing products. This can unlock, be your key to unlocking a world of potential opportunities as an entrepreneur. The key is to stay curious, be observant, be open-minded, and identify the gaps in the marketplace. Use this as potential for your next innovation. This has been Food for Thought. Thanks, guys. That's all for today's episode of Rethink. We hope that you've enjoyed this exploration of new ideas and perspectives and found valuable insights and strategies that you can apply to your life. Remember, you are the source of your own success and fulfillment. And by embracing new ways of thinking, you can unlock your true potential and yes, create the life that you truly desire. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, we encourage you to support the podcast by sharing it with your friends, your family members, your loved ones and associates and even your followers on social media. Also, leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Lastly, don't forget to check out our show notes for free downloads and empowering eBooks that can help you on your journey of personal growth and empowerment. Thanks guys for tuning in. We look forward to exploring more ideas and insights with you in the next episode of Rethink.